0: Previously, in Supernity. For one moment, nothing could be heard but the beating of her wings. The angels covered their heads. The Father God spoke. Let. There. Be. Episode 3. The Secret to the Christian Life People often ask me, is that a Bible story? And I never really know how to answer that. It's a great question. I can't give you chapter and verse, but I can tell you some of the images and characters in it are woven through perhaps every single page of the Bible. Perhaps you saw something of the story of Jesus in there, his death and resurrection. Maybe even his trial. Maybe you saw something of the creation story in there. But there are other things going on too. Do you ever wonder what it's like to be God? I mean, what are his experiences? What kind of person is he? How does he feel? God's experiences are shot through every page of the Bible. But God has experiences off the edges of those few pages God's experiences extend into the lives of his people all through time. Their lives together, their lives lived out sometimes in loneliness, all their victories, their heartaches and their failures. Their God has experienced them all. Wherever his people are and whatever they look like, whatever they're experiencing, their God is right there in the thick of it, experiencing it with them, through them, and in them. You know, there are people out there in the wide world today who have given up on being a Christian, doing the Christian thing, whatever that might mean to them. They've forgotten people, failures, the ones who didn't make it, fallen by the wayside. It's not that they didn't love Jesus. They just know from long experience that they cannot live the Christian life. They know they're just not good enough. They've fallen through the cracks of, well, Christendom. They're out there, but you can't see them. Like dark matter in the universe, who knows how many. Could be 90% of all the Christians on earth for all I know. Unless you know one of them, you can't find them. Unless you've been one of them at one time or another, you can't know what it's like. The truth is, I was one of them. And the deeper truth is, I still am. My name is Luke West, and I am a failed Christian. I mean, I cannot live the Christian life. The story about the great and ancient tree, and the promise blossom and the fulfilment fruit, it's actually my story. I was young, I showed great promise. Everyone had high hopes and wondered what I might do and become, me included. Was I going to be a great evangelist, or a pastor, or a missionary, or a professor, or something else? Well, even then, I kept it to myself, but I knew it wasn't going to be the Sunday thing. The short version is, it all came to nothing. I cannot even live my own Christian life, never mind teach others to live it. And it took me a long time to discover that. Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinner, A famous failed Christian once said. It's no good Lord Jesus, you should leave me, I can't do it, I cannot be a good Christian. I know you'll give me a second chance and a third and a fourth, but you already know that that's no good, I'll mess it up every time. I know I will, you know I will, they know I will. We've been here too many times before, I've failed every time, I've never even come close to succeeding. What's the point? To keep calling myself a Christian just doesn't seem honest. Move along. There's no hope for me. I've accepted that and I've been resigned to that fact for so long it almost doesn't hurt to say it anymore. And besides, suppose I do just keep trying. I just let down everyone around me. I can't hold it together. I can't hold my own life together. I'm just not like all the other Christians. You ever felt like that? Do you remember someone like that? You know, I actually did spill all of that to the Lord one time. I mean, pretty much just like that. Go away and leave me alone. I suppose I was a bit more religious about it. You're wasting your time with me, I said. I'm like the fig tree you found on your way to Jerusalem. You come to me looking for figs, and I wish you'd find them on my branches, but I just can't grow them. A tree is known by its fruit, You said so yourself, and I have none. Thorns and thistles, that's all you ever get from me. I know you love me, you won't throw me into the fire, but that's where I belong. You should curse me, like you did the fig tree, and be done. I deserve nothing more. And on and on I went like that. I'm like the worthless servant who was given just one talent. I didn't bother to invest what you gave me. I did not... "'Stir up the gift which is in me. "'I'm afraid I can't even give you back your capital. "'The years have gone. "'I hope you're getting the idea. "'I was the kind of Christian who thought he knew the Bible a bit, "'and I guess I kind of did, "'although I can tell you I was really, really bored of it. "'I'd heard every sermon that could be preached. "'There was nothing new under the pulpit. "'But there was something else all those years that I didn't know.' even though I thought I did and believed I did. How can I describe it to you what that was? I could tell you I knew the scriptures, but I did not know the power of God. that's certainly true, but that's not quite it. The truth is that I just didn't really know him well at all. God loves you and he died for your sins. I knew it all and believed it, still do. It's true, but I don't know if I dare say this. I needed something more than salvation. What is this God person really like? Can I get to know him? I mean, really, not like in an official evangelical way. What drives him? Why does God get up in the morning? Does he have real desires? I mean, like real unfilled longings. Can God have needs? Am I even allowed to ask that? What is it that he wants? You see, I'd only ever asked, what does he want from me? I was so busy trying to keep him happy all the time, obeying the Bible, praying, trying to make him like me, as I thought, all that good stuff, and pretending that that's not what I was doing, and failing miserably at it, and then avoiding him for a few days when I'd fallen again, a bit like Adam and Eve now, come to think of it. If he comes to me looking for something pure, if he hopes to find some gold in this jar of clay, he's going to be very disappointed. How could he not be? God is love, they tell me. But so what? That's up to him. I can never be worthy of it. So you see, all of that, that's how I felt. This was my assessment of my life as a Christian. I was a miserable, miserable failure. A very sorry, barely functioning mess. So what changed? Well, a moment came when I experienced God as he is and my encounter with him set me on a different path. The thing is, I had my assessment of my life and no one could tell me otherwise because no one knew better than me what my life was like. But God came and made his own assessment. The only way I can really describe to you what happened is like this. Imagine I'm lying down, flat on my back, somewhere nice, like a woodland glade. I'm too depressed even to move. I'm too depressed even to breathe. I've got my eyes closed. I hear footsteps approaching on the grass. Bear with me, just imagine it. This is the best way I can describe what it was like to meet God for the first time as he is. So God comes to me. He knows my entire history, everything about me, my past, present and future. He kneels down and reaches with his hand deep into my chest and I don't just mean the cavity with my heart and lungs. He reaches much deeper than that, right into the centre of my being, right into the secret place I let no one in, because I don't want anyone to know what's in there, all the rottenness and horror that I am. Forget about gold in jars of clay, that's just not me. He scoops up a handful of what he finds at the core of my being, and he lifts it into the light. There's no one else there, just him and me and his father. What does he find in me? He's come to collect. Silver? Gold? Precious stones? I wish. I've got my eyes closed. I know there's nothing but filth and failure. There's no hope for anything else. What is he going to do? What is he going to say? This can't end well for me. It just can't brings his cupped hand towards his face and sniffs at whatever it is. I'm so embarrassed, I just want to die. I stare still, I keep my eyes shut, I can't bear to see the revulsion on his face. What happens next is the last thing on earth and in heaven anyone could have predicted, unless they already knew God. Wow says Jesus and he sniffs at it again wow he inhales deeply filling his lungs then he turns to his father and says this is good soil I could grow really well here you know this might be the best soil I've seen yet it is ready to be sown and in that moment I discover something of what God is really like My paradigm is turned upside down. I've just had an encounter with Jesus Christ. Who knew it? If only I'd known that the Son of God is a seed, that God is a tree, whose roots want to grow down deep into all the recesses of my life. And if I know anything about trees, he's going to soak it all up, all of my failure and everything I am, the good, the bad and the ugly, and take it into himself, and transform it into, into, I don't know, but it will be part of him, and it will be perfect and incorruptible. Can you see me? I'm still lying on the ground. Or maybe I've jumped up at this point. It's as if he's breathed into me some new life. But I haven't done anything. It was all him, all his doing. He has achieved everything just by being who he is. A tree. I wonder, maybe he could bear fruit in my life that I never could. And then when the father comes looking for figs, he will find his own son bearing fruit in me. A tree. I wonder what else he might be that no angel has seen and no imagination has conceived. Can I experience him as that too? A river perhaps, who knows, whatever it might be. Experience that, just me and him and his father Well, that's the question. Can we experience him indeed? Well, this is the journey. This is Christian life, or at least somewhere near the beginning of it. And it's been quite a road for me, discovering this surprising Lord full of wonders. And I'm still walking that road, and I'm looking for company. Would you like to join me on the eternal adventure of a lifetime? If you do, then well met, fellow traveller. My name is Luke, and I thank you for your company. Where are we going? Well, ultimately, this here road at our feet leads to a great heavenly city, an eternal place for you and I to call home. But in the meantime, on the way, I can tell you what I know so far, and maybe introduce you to some fellow travellers. Welcome to Supernity. At the next few wayposts along the road, We'll visit some familiar characters and stories, and some unfamiliar ones too. And to start with, we'll be discovering a lot more of what we have found today. What have we found today? We discovered that there exists a hope that outlasts all hope. When all hope is gone, when all possibility of saving the situation has passed, when the corpse is cold, we meet a living, breathing Jesus Christ, whose very name is hope. There is light that shines in the darkness when all other lights have gone out. His name is Jesus Christ. So take heart, weary traveller, and dare to hope again. The heavenly city may be closer than you think.